Welcome to the Brighter Skies podcast with Gary Ware. This podcast is to inspire everyone to become the person they're meant to be, to take action and to realise life doesn't always go to plan. Gary will be speaking to successful entrepreneurs who will share the good, the bad and the ugly of building business and what to do to keep moving. Having left school with just two GCSEs, he achieved his aspiration to be a manager on the Red Arrows. Gary is all about assisting others to grow whilst he is now embarking on his next adventure. We will bring you inspiration with a dose of true insight and reality. Let's grow stronger together by learning from the journeys of the successful and knowing that there are always brighter skies ahead. Hello, welcome everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of the Brighter Skies podcast. Today, I've got a footballer and property entrepreneur, Elliot Moore. Welcome, Elliot. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to to be on on with your podcast. Awesome. Yeah, really appreciate it. Um, so you're a footballer and a property entrepreneur, um, and I want to talk about both. That's all right. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Why property? When I was young, when I first um, got my professional contract in football, I always got advised to, you know, invest and save. And and at, the, at that time, it was property as it is now, but I got told to invest in property. But, you know, the standard way of, you know, put a deposit down, rent it out and then when you retire you you will have your mortgage paid and and you'll have a house um and that was great uh, the first one i did and it was all working well but you know it takes a long time to make 25% of a deposit so um that died down so i had i had one house and then and then i i actually read as a lot of people will of uh, rich dad poor dad um you know great book brilliant but everyone who has read it will say will say that i'm sure um and i read that and it just it honestly just changed the way i think about a lot of things and you know it took me down the route of education and i went to progressive um and then yeah it's just gone from there it's just gone from one thing to the next and you know hopefully it will it will keep growing yeah i think a lot of people have read that book and it it does open your mind and it does put yeah. you down there. So th- is this going to be your future then now? You're, I know you're still a footballer, but is, is you, do you see your f- future when you leave football as just being a, a property entrepreneur? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, property business, you know, I, I, I love the, I just, I, there's a buzz about it, um, you know, with myself. I just love it. Um, I don't think any tasks are like hard work or, you know, I don't see it as work. I see it as as kind of a hobby that hopefully will make good money, um, you know, um, and that's that's the way the way I look at it. And because of that, yeah, you know, I always had a had a thing in the back of my mind of what am I going to do after football? What am I going to do? Uh, you know, I need to get something that that I enjoy. I don't just want to work in a job where it is work for me, um, you know. But property, uh, you know, I love it. I love it. A minute, I've only been in it what six to eight months, but you know, the buzz is like still growing, you know, um, it's not died down. So, so yeah, yeah, I, I can see this going for a long, a long time. Yeah. That's awesome. What, what do you see your, as your ideal? Is it just going to be buy to lets or are you going to go for the big things like the commercial? Um, no, I, you know, the, the thing with me being, having a full-time job, it gave me time to really think about all the strategies, really think about what I enjoy doing and what interests me. And, you know, I went through all of them, the buy to lets, the HMOs, the service accommodation. And in the end, it was the bigger stuff that really intrigued me, you know, the the ground up developments and commercial to residential. Um, you know, I just, yes, they're, they're high risk. Yes, they're, they're more work, but I just I find them so interesting um you know that it would never for me it would never get stale doing a doing a development you know things are always different there's there's new things that happen yes there's going to be things that go wrong of course it's property it's not that easy or any everyone would be doing it so um yeah I like I just I like doing stuff like that and I like the idea of 
you know, doing multiple things at once and and keeping up to date with all that. And yeah, it just intrigues me, um, you know. And I think that's that's the main the main thing for me is, is as long as I'm interested and and enjoying it, then I think I'll I'll keep doing it. And and I think you'll do really well because I mean we've chatted a couple of times and, and you seem to be putting a really decent team together, which will which will help, won't it? But how's yeah. how's doing both? How's being a footballer and property investors? Do they do they work? Managed to get time for both. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, you know, football. When when I go into um, the training ground, you know, my head completely switches onto football. Um, you know, and I, I take everything else out, whatever happened at home and business, whatever. I'm I'm just completely focused on football. Um, and you know, it's they they are the same thing. You have to have hard work dedication like in anything you do hard work dedication focus you have to be concentrated you have to be you know willing to put put the extra miles in to get where you want to get to and um and i feel like because of the business you know you're setting it up you have to go the extra mile compared to other people that you know might have already systemized it might have already got a team you're the one doing doing all the work and and it's kind of the same in football you know you have to you have to put your shift in um and yeah don't get me wrong it's it's tough to to try and fit it all in especially with home life as well um but you have to do it you know especially in the early years of of setting up the business hopefully you know my plan is to systemize it enough that i don't really it kind of works for itself that's that's the that's the the dream i think of anyone as well um but um but yeah i, I I find it works and, and I'm, I'm enjoying doing both. So, so I can't complain. Well, that's good. And that, so the reason I set up this podcast is, is for people to get an appreciation that people are working hard. They don't have to work incredibly hard where they have to sacrifice no. things, but it's, it's yeah. great to hear. Cause I, I hear this in the community where some people say, I don't know how you find the time, but it's just for me taking a few steps at a time. Of course. And I, and I, and I hear that with you and it's, it's great. Yeah. But I'm dying yeah. to know. I need to know. Because I'm, I like my football. I need to talk a bit about football. Yeah. So, how how did it all start for you? Um, my dad. Yeah, massive, massive influence. He was a goalkeeper when he was younger. Played. He didn't play professionally, um, but he played for Burton. He played for. Um, he got he got scouted for Leicester, but he never went in the end. Um, but yeah, he was he was um, the person that got me into it, and he tried to get me in goal. Funnily enough, um, weren't having it. About three years old, he bought me goalie gloves, and <laughs> I told him I think I I made him put them on, and I was just smacking the ball at him. So, so I didn't want to be in goal. Um, but yeah, you know, he put a football in front of me, and and I never really went back from there. You know, I just I just love playing football. You know, I remember all my childhood. You know, up until up until the Xboxes came out, um, you know, I was out on the front and I was playing till it was dark. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put the ball down. I wouldn't come in. You know, I was just desperate to play. Um, and yeah, from you know, I, I just loved it. I really did just love it. And and like I said, I think that's the main thing with me. If I love something, I'll really you know go for it. Um, and yeah, I love football. Played, played for for local team. Up until about nine, I started when I was about four, I think. I, I think they had a team of under fives or something. I'm not sure. Um, but then I got I got scouted for Leicester, the academy at six. Um, went wow. for a few. Yeah, it was it was very wow. early. But, but what that is, it's like a um, it's like a training centre. So you don't you don't get signed. You still play for your local team, but you go and train once a week or or. I don't know how twice a month or something, and they keep tabs on you and they keep watching you develop and stuff. And then, um, and then, yeah, at nine years old, I signed first contract with with Leicester, and that that basically means that I can't play local football anymore. I'm strictly playing for Leicester. Um, but yeah, it was you know from there, I didn't really look back. I just carried on going. How was that transition then? Because surely you got your teammates at nine. Matt, yeah, was it tough? I think well, I can't really remember, but I think it was uh, I think it was quite tough because I think three of my friends 
which went on trial as well to Leicester, but only I was the only one that got in. So they all went back to local football and, and yeah, I had to stop that and go and basically make new friends and, you know, travel in. It was 35 minutes traveling in three times a week um, with a, a game and twice for training. Um, so yeah, I think it, I think it was tough in it, but, but like I said, I started from an early age, so I kind of got used to it pretty, pretty easily. And at that age, you still, you just want to kick a ball around. So you're still enjoying it. Um, so, yeah, but I think at the start, it was quite tough. But after that, I got used to it and it was, yeah, it was brilliant from then on. And you stayed with Leicester for quite some some time then, didn't you? Yes. So I, I stayed all the way until um, 16. I was still at school and then I left school to get a scholarship with Leicester. They gave me a scholarship, which is two years. It's like an apprentice. Um, and then after the two years, I got my first professional contract at 18. And then I stayed there until I was, I think it was just, before, maybe I was 22, 21 or 22. Um, and then I moved to, to Oxford. But during that as well, I went to Belgium on loan for two years, which was, um, you know, for me, I think it was one of the best things that happened to me during my career to make me grow up as a man, you know, to move out there. Um, luckily, my my partner, uh, my fiance now, but my partner at the time, she came with me. Um, you know, she stopped what she was doing to to come and support me, which was great. Um, but yeah, it it made us grow up. It really made us grow up, you know living out there on your own, not got any family. We didn't have any friends, um, you know, sorting the bills out in a different language on your own and stuff like that. And it was, it just, it really made us, made us grow up. And it was, you look back now and you think, um, I'm so glad that happened. Must have been a great adventure. Just getting out there and thinking, what what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Getting, getting a, a property out there, getting, just like what you said, sorting yeah. the bills, then playing. Yeah, it was, was there a massive language barrier? Luckily, they spoke, um, so they speak very good English, um, but they, they also speak Dutch, French, and then their local language, the Flemish. Um, but, but a lot of them, only the French really didn't speak English, but the, the Dutch and the Flemish, they all spoke good English, so it weren't too bad, to be honest. That's good. That sounds good. What, what, was, it, what was it like with the managers? Um, so my perception is looking in and you see, see everybody in there that they can be quite tough on players. Um, quite. Is this just in general or? Just in, yeah, just in, yeah, just in general. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I think each manager has a different way of, of dealing with, with that kind of area. Um, you know, you have some managers that are very calm. Um, you have some managers that will explode. Um, and I think it's it's all man management. I think, you know, some players definitely need a kick when they're not doing things well, and that's how they respond. But some people need an arm around your shoulder, you know, come on, what's what's up? Like, come on, you can do better than that. And and I think I think uh, you know, a lot of managers that I've worked with can can know what, what a player needs. Um and I, you know, that's what makes him a top manager. Um, you know that that level of understanding, um, but yeah, it's it's you know it will it will depend as well. It depend on how you know the game, how we've played, you know the result, and all all, all things depending like that. But but yeah, I think the majority of them have a good understanding of players that that they can make their you know the right decision on how to how to act. Yeah, awesome. It must be, I'd love to have been in that world. Um, I was never good enough. I know I keep saying to you, I'll bring my football boots at a week and then come and play. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish I, was, I, I got my chance. But yeah, unfortunately, no. Um, I, I didn't get any of my careers. So I didn't want to be, I wanted to be a footballer and a model and I weren't blessed with anything. Oh, okay. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you Face for radio. Face for podcasting. That's what they say. <laughs> still be a model, maybe not a footballer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. You're coming on to me. That's a bit creepy. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what's your best moment that you, you, you've had in football? Oh, blimey! That's a very good question. 
see i haven't had a um had a promotion yet um so wow do you know what i'm gonna have to say signing for oxford and i mean that because um i needed a change um you know from i wasn't i wanted to play men's football i wanted to play men's football and you know i've been playing i was playing development um under 23s football for a while at leicester and i went to belgium and it was brilliant in belgium um i just it was hard it was tough without family and it was tough without friends and it was it was a, it was a tough two years it really was um but the football side i loved playing men's football because it it meant something you know the the games real really meant something and you know to get the chance to to come back and and sign for oxford you know it really it was it was a great moment because i knew that i was i was going to be playing men's football again um you know local to <laughs> to my family and and friends and you know I was I got here and and I was settled straight away and you know it it really has been a great you know this is my third year now and it's been a great three years um great three years with them um so yeah I'd have to say I'd have to say signing for Oxford I think that's pretty good um and especially I mean I've been to see you play but you're the captain as well so that must that must be really like must be a proud moment just to say, could you be the captain of this? Of our yeah, team? definitely. You know, definitely. I, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that they, they chose, they chose me to be honest, you know, it's, it's brilliant. Um, it's a great honor um, to be captain and it's a lot of responsibility, but you know, I thrive off it, you know, it's, sorry, go on. No, no. I was just going to say who, who's the, not the worst player or the one that you think, Oh God, we're in for a tough time today. <laughs> Um, for you being a captain, having to sort them out, who's who's the one? Or don't you want oh, to say on our team? Yeah, well, I might not, I might not, uh, might not get away with that if I say that. Um, <laughs> no, there's a, there's a, there's a, you know, there's fiery lads. It's football. It's 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 our life at the end of the day. You know, you get you get a lot of fiery lads, but but you kind of you understand it. You know, if if from looking in you probably don't but when you're there on the pitch and things happen you know it's it's the heat of the moment and and yeah yeah i don't really i let people get it out i really do and that's because i think it's the best to get it out get it on the table sort it out and then move on um and that's how and that's how a lot of us deal with it to be honest so so yeah i can't really say one person because to be honest there's probably about all the players <laughs> <laughs> on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the, who do you reckon the best player that you've played with them? Somebody you thought, somebody you just, even, even opposition as well, that somebody you think, oh, look at him. He's, he's just phenomenal. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of, of, do you know what? I, if I haven't played against them in, well, to be fair, I have actually. Riyad Mahrez. Really? Yeah. So, so one, I, tra- I trained with him at Leicester and honestly, he was just unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Some of the stuff he'd do was unbelievable. And then um, in my first year at Oxford, um, we got Man City in the cup and the front three was, I think it was Jesus, Sterling and Mahrez. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And uh, yeah, Mahrez scored scored one sterling scored two but a great game but yeah maybe not in that game but in training and that Riyad Mahrez was unbelievable absolutely unbelievable yeah oh god I can I can only imagine how how good it is just to just to be in the moment with them oh yeah balls about yeah seeing some of the stuff that they can do is is just phenomenal and you can see why there's so many millions of fans around the around the world that'll just tune in and watch. Oh, 100%. You know, that from when I was in the 23s, the level up from the 23s to the first team was was unbelievable. But it made you a better player because you were playing with with better players. So you had to. You had to be better or or you, you'd be out kind of thing. Um, but yeah, the, the standard is, you know, is, is unbelievable. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised by 
a, a bit of your answers there because I thought that you might have had some tougher times because seeing a few of the documentaries, Clark Carlisle being one of them, he talks about how football can be quite brutal on the younger players coming through and the ones that want to make it, that are promised the dream and then they're in the under 23s. But you seem to have made that transition really well and then you, you've gone on to the next step. Like I said, going to, going to Belgium, then going to Oxford and then becoming captain and, and doing really well. I mean, you're pushing for promotion this year. Well, the, the thing is, it's, you know, luckily I, I haven't left a club out of, I haven't been released. Um, you know, I know I know a lot of players, and I, I know a lot of players from Leicester that that have that left. They didn't get a professional contract, so after their scholarship, they didn't get a professional contract, and they now don't play. They don't play football at all. And you know, we as an under eighteen, I think we got to the, the semi final of the youth cup, which was the best that Leicester had ever got to, um, and we were like tipped to have like the best youth team in in all under 18s in all the clubs and you know to to know that you know the majority of that team now doesn't play football is it's scary and you know, and that's and that's something as well that you know I think we'll touch on it later but but that's something that that re- really hits home to me is that you know a lot of these athletes that like you said they get promised you know all the big things the lifestyle the the cars the houses the money then as soon as it you know you don't make it it's it's a different world and and people don't know how especially the footballers they don't know how to to deal with that and and that's when the tough times come but but yeah luckily you know don't get me wrong i've had some tough times you know and and i'll openly say in belgium was was a very tough time for me um but you know you get i don't want to say you just get through it because you know but but I I just had to kind of I had the support of of my partner out there and you know move like I said moving back to Oxford uh, moving to Oxford was was massive for me you know a new start um, and it's and it's gone well so far. That's brilliant, and that and that leads me into going back to property because everything we've just been chatting about there, having your partner, having somebody there to support you in the tough times, your yeah. mindset. Your other transferable skills, which you said, which is determination and your commitment. Do you think they've they've transferred pretty well? And are they yeah. important to you to yeah, continue? I think I think doing property and, and speaking to like-minded people, um, you know, it's my mindset has has changed for the better, I'd say. You know, I, I used to be very close-minded. Um with life so I just used to be like football's first everything else is second and that's how I used to that's how I used to see life um and you know football and this happened in Belgium football you know ate me up like if we lost on the weekend I wouldn't want to do anything all week with my partner I just want to sit in and think about football and it just it got to me um and you know and I thought you I can't live I can't live like that because you know now you know, we've we've got a, a little girl. She you knows she's nearly two. Like, I can't, I can't do that to her. I can't come home and be drowning in my own thoughts about football when you know she's there. And 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 I think doing this, doing property, and and you know, speaking to people like yourself and and other like-minded people, that it really just it opened my mind up so much to to everything else. And that's not me saying that. I care less about football, but that's me saying I care more about myself and like you said, mindset, um, you know, the way you you go around things, you know, like the my eating, my diet, you know, we've 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 gone on to we started a plant-based um with fish diet and you know it's it just changes the way you feel about everything. Um and yeah, I think that's I think that's something that's massively helped me with you know the business is that it's it's made me less less suffocated by football, but that's helped me on the pitch. If that makes sense. Um, so you know, if, if if something goes wrong on the pitch and we lose, I don't let it I don't let it stay in there. Uh, I think about the game, I analyze the game. And then it's out. It's on to the next one, um, and and you know I'm 
I really like, you know, the the place where I'm at at the minute with with the mindset and, and everything. But, you know, there's always growth. You know, you can always grow. Um, and I'm working on that. Um, and I think I always will be. And it's something that, you know, I think is really, really important in all life, in all aspects of life, no matter what you do. You, if your mindset's not right, you won't be. Uh, I'm quite, I'm quite passionate about that. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think there's always going to be times, especially in my life, where things will eat me up. But, yeah. um, I'm very thankful, very thankful to have people around me that can support me, especially my wife, my wife, yeah. and, and my kids as well. It's like what yeah. you said; it's, it's sometimes a game changer. Do you think? Do you think going to Belgium and taking your partner with you? Do you think that brought you closer together? That, that's then helped you. Yeah. Uh, one, one hundred percent. So, so me and me and my partner were together for two years before that, and we'd lived together for six months. And you know, for her to make, you know, that that jump where she kind of gave up what she wanted to do in life um, to come and support me, you know, it it made us. Yeah, we had some tough times, you know, living out there on our own, but but wow, it, it's brought us like so close. And you know, now we came back and. You know, we had we had a little girl, we had our little girl, um, and yeah, that's just it's it's made us such a close knit family, um, you know, and it's it's brilliant. That's good. Do you um do, do, do most of your family still come and watch you play? Um, yeah, but it's you know it's a a little bit tricky sometimes um for them to come and watch, but they'll always watch on TV. Uh, they always get the link, um to watch so that if they can't come to the game live they'll they'll come to they'll they'll watch it on the tv yeah that's really good that they get the link yeah 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 we um yeah the the club sorts that out for us so so that's all good are they still very supportive you know they're they're very supportive all of them are um which is great that's good that's brilliant that's really good to hear and hopefully your daughter will be there to watch you soon or yeah. stand it a little bit more on what you do. Yeah, yeah. I probably won't take her to a game just yet. She'll be uh, sprinting her, probably on the pitch, to be honest. Um, but yeah, hopefully she'll, you know, a couple of years' time, we'll, um, we'll have her there supporting. You have to get her in the crowd. Get her in the crowd chanting and swearing at the opposition. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah, she probably would, to be honest. <laughs> probably <laughs> no, would. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sorry, let's bring it back to property. Um, yeah. So going back to property, so we, we, we were mentioning about mindset and everything going forward. Yeah. What, are your, what are your plans going forward to, to assist your growth? Um, so I know you've, you've done a few courses and a few mentors. Yeah. Is, that, is that an ongoing thing? Um, yeah, I think, I, you know, I've had since Progressive, um, I've had quite a few coaches, um, a few... I said at the start, it was, I kind of wanted it to get to where I am now in the fact of I wanted that little bit of a push um, to know which path I want to go on and, and all of that. Um, but now I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of going at it on my own, but only for the reason that I feel like I need to, to, I feel like that's the place that I'm at. Um, but that doesn't stop. Like I said, I listen to audibles uh, every day. Um, I listen, you know, mindset, massive, um, you know, so that for me, that doesn't stop. But but the most important for me is speaking to to people like yourself, like-minded people. Um, you know, Scott, um, it started out as a, as just a, someone who was helping me on, you know, chat to me about property and, you know, he's now a great friend and, and soon to be business partner. So things like that, they just develop. But but one thing that Scott's massively taught me is that, you know, to build a business, you have to build relationships first. Um, and that's what, what I try and do um, a lot is to, instead of just going straight into business, you don't know who you're going into business with. So so learn about the person first and, and build a relationship. And then, you know, business will come after that. That's great advice. And it's a, it's a great community to be in, I think, because yeah. the ones that are taking action are all all happy to assist. In fact, even the ones, some of the ones that aren't taking action, they're all brilliant. And, and that's, that's what I found. That's what I found. It's like everyone's happy. You know, I, I've luckily not been in a position where something bad's happened yet. 
hopefully it stays like that. But everyone seems very keen to help and everyone seems very keen to to offer advice, you know. And and I think that's that's great that that's the community that that we're in. But what would happen if if something bad happened? What would that mean to you? What what's um, the sum up? Uh, for me, it would be um, to gain someone's trust, and then for that to be burnt, however they they want to do that. But um, you know, like I learned, and I think I, I learned this from progressive is um, to go on recommendations and things like that. And like you know, you've recommended your architect and planner to me. Um, you know, I'm spoke to them absolutely brilliant guys amazing aren't they both of them brilliant guys um and so that's how i like to work i don't like to you know just go going cold kind of thing and and so so i kind of gained my trust from trusting the people in the community first um if that makes sense so Mm. yourself you know we spoke multiple times um so i trust you with with your recommendations and you know it's it's brilliant because um because it works out and like i said with scott scott's done the same to for plenty of people and and that's that's all worked out so i think for me for something bad to happen you know you're going to lose money it's it's a it's a business at the end of the day but i think in this business you can make it back um you know you can't just something bad happen like that lose a bit of money and then just quit for me that that's not how i intend to to go um so yeah, if something bad happened, it would be be losing some or gaining someone's trust to get burned. But you'd keep going, wouldn't you? Hundred percent. Yeah. I just you'd learn a although you'd get burned, you'd learn a lot of lessons. Of you'd learn a lot of lessons. And what you touched on earlier when you you mentioned um, if you lost a bit of money, then you, you've got to keep going. So I've just done a podcast with Kevin McDonald, and he said the same in that he lost a lot of money i mean you know you've done the progressive so it's 135k in debt and he said he said it it really affected him yeah but it was also the thing that kept him going because he needed to make that money back so yeah i I can relate to that and and you've just said something from there and i'd also like to take kudos for the recommendations but again i'm recommend the same somebody said go off recommendations yeah so i got recommended these guys and i'm just recommending to you because i spoke yeah, to them yeah. and they are really good guys but yeah, yeah i'd like to take the good host but <laughs> yeah well, it's good so what's what's your projects and and things going forward have you got funding for them are you, have you um, got something on the horizon i've got so i've got a lot of people like i said that have been recommended to me i've, I've met them plenty of times um you know that are developers themselves um and they've kind of said that they would come on as a mentor helper joint venture um and for me especially early on i've I've not done a development yet um myself so for me early on any advice and any guidance that i can get through a development would be um would be brilliant um you know whether that's your 50 50 split whether that's a joint venture whatever it is um any guidance for me would be brilliant so um so yeah i've got them them lined up they have got you know great contacts with funders um so um so that's kind of that bit sorted but you know now it's the finding the the deals and opportunities awesome well i'm positive you'll find them you're surrounding yourself with the people that that will help you find them yeah, um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what you do. Really yeah. looking forward to seeing what you do. I'm also interested in, you mentioned something to me the other week about an other plans, other entrepreneur plans. Yeah. Which sound great. So yeah. are you happy to chat about that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, good. I think that'd so, be, it'd be important because it just shows the, the mentality that you've got, that you are an entrepreneur. You're not just thinking one yeah. dimensional. You're looking at the big picture. Yeah. So, so I, I touched on about um, about how I got into property and and all of this and and I was I was a big and I probably still am. I'm, I'm a big saver. I like I like to have you know savings. I like to I like to try and make money. That's that's always been something. I don't know how. I don't know where I got it from, but that's something that I've always wanted to do um 
but and being in football, you know, you get you get told that you're making X amount, loads of money, which by the way, you're not, you know, it's it's not like that, but you're told to invest it and you're told to to save it. Um but you know what, you know, football, you know footballers, you know the lifestyle, you know the culture of football. If you get dragged down into that and things don't work out, you know, it's hard to get out of it. Um, and I think there's something, there was something inside me that I've seen firsthand um, people that have gone down this route, football hasn't worked out and they've got nothing. They've ended up, you know, working at a nine to five job that they don't like. Um, and that was always a big scare for me. And that's why I think I always wanted to invest and to, and to do this, um, to do this sort of things to, to set up for my future. And, and like I said, I mentioned Scott a couple of times and he, we've started speaking and, and I found, he told me that he works for a company called Life After Professional Sport, which is, which is a company that helps athletes go from the finish of their career to um, into a new area of life and they will help guide you through that process and, and get you set up. And, and me and Scott were talking and, you know, we'll throw in, you know, loads of ideas. We're just having loads of chats and, and it was brilliant. And, and one day I just pinged him over a voice note and just said, look, why don't we, um, why don't we do something where we try and help athletes secure their future in their prime? Um, and and it kind of it was just just an idea I just kind of threw it at him and you know we've spoke loads of times now I went to meet him a couple of times and he's come down here and and we've now got this it's now flourishing into a into a proper and proper business and you know this this is something that I'm very very keen on doing um, not anything other than just because I want to help them because I've seen it firsthand. And and Scott's the same, you know, he works with athletes all the time. And the biggest regret that he gets told is, um, I wish I started sooner. And I think with athletes as well, you know, like I you don't sometimes have the time, you don't have the knowledge, you don't you don't have the time to go network with, you know, five different people a day and and really build up this connection. Mm-hmm. Um and so we're trying to give them that helping hand and and give them the advice that they need and the guidance and you know scott's been scott's been in the the business you know 10 plus years um and you know so he's he's got the connections that can help with certain things and certain aspects and and that's really what we're what we're looking to do you know we want to help athletes secure their future for themselves for the families for the grandkids you know we we want to make it as easy as possible so that they can focus on their their um their career they can focus on playing um but we do we take care of all that um i know i'm still playing so it's quite funny that i'd be taking care of someone else who's playing but but i love that kind of stuff you know that's something that i'd i'd want to do um but also i'm trying to do that myself that's what i'm doing now i'm trying to secure my future um, while I'm playing, um, and I think if I think there's a massive gap for this because I don't think a lot of people think like that. They think that they'll wait until they come into the end of their career and then they'll then they'll be all right. They'll sort something out, but it goes quick. You know, I'm 24. I remember when I was just starting at 18. You know, it goes it goes very fast and you know, you need to, you need to make the most of your time as an athlete and, and, you know, start thinking about the future. Really good. And, uh, I think it makes sense that you to take it on now, especially as a player. So you understand yeah. it, you understand it, you've recognized it and you understand it. So I think that's really good. Is it going to be investing in multiple things or is it going to be, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be di- diversifying. Um, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot of things that will be on there. Um, that will help, you know, loads of different things, but also just your normal walk of life stuff. You know, they could be in a bit of bother and need a need a lawyer, need a solicitor, um, just for your normal stuff as well. And we just, 
although we're trying to secure the future and that's number one priority um, and we've got a lot of things things to help with that um, we also want to make their life as easy as possible because like I've said I know firsthand how stressful you know a career can be and you know you get dragged in you get dragged down in the mud and you you know it's, it's hard and then you've got other things family life you know stressing you out and, and other things um, and you don't need it so we're there to try and make everything as easy as possible. Um, and, you know, with Scott's connections um, in the business world, you know, I think we're, we're going to have a great model to come together and, and hopefully, you know, start helping a lot of people. Yeah, which is really good. Because I can imagine, like what you just said, it, it can be tough. Being a professional sports person, you're in the limelight all the time, especially in the area that you're playing for or playing with, wherever your home team is. Yeah. The, some things that anybody would get away with you wouldn't get away with so it's good it's, it's really good to hear uh, uh, is, have you set this business up already because it sounds like you've got uh, no. all the expertise with your business partner and then you you've obviously got the side of the football yeah so it seems like a great fit so when yeah. is this going to be when's this going to be out um that is still um in the process of of you know there's a lot of things still got to come together before we can put a time frame on it um but yeah, it's it's you know it's not just I I have the the background of football, but it's all it's for athletes because all athletes are in the same kind of position where you know the career is quite short. You know you need to start you need to start working on your future now and and yeah so so yeah we we come together well because I think our values align. Um, you know we have the same values we have the same reasons why we want to do this and that's why we're you know we're so we're so excited to to get this going um because like i said we we both have the same values and and we both want this for the same reason so so yeah i think it i think it'll be really good um i would love to give you a time frame but unfortunately i can't but hopefully in the near future well that'd be good and um, that's another thing i look forward to seeing um i think you're on to a winner there and i think you Especially with property, I think you're onto a winner with property as well. And Scott yeah. sounds like a top guy, so yeah. definitely, yeah, this this yeah, is yeah. something really good. So you've clearly set yourself um, set yourself for the future. Um, yeah. You've got defined goals. Yes, not, there's no time frame to it yet, but it looks like it's in the plans. Yeah. Are there any? Would you say there are any tips? Because you seem to have structured yourself pretty well. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Have you got any tips? Because your mindset and the way that you think might be totally different to somebody that just worked in accounting or somewhere else. And their yeah. mindset might be different as well. Uh, and I want to, I think you can assist with the community even further, not just professional uh, yeah. athletes. I think you can do it. So if you've got any tips of how you prioritize things or manage things or anything that a manager has given to you, inspirational yeah. leadership, a, a story that you can say, well, this is, this is the mantra that we go by. Yeah. So, so I think, I think with, with football, my, you know, I like to win. Um, that's that's how I do it. I like to win. I like to I like to do something. But I also have I also like to have a purpose, and I think that goes massively with business because I have a purpose of why I'm doing this. You know, for me, it's the freedom to spend time with my kids. You know, I I haven't got that freedom with football, and a lot of people won't have that with work. Um, so, so I, I fully understand where they come from. Um, and especially if you want to do well in property, you're not going to start off with having the freedom because you need to work hard and, and you need to put in, you know, you need to put in time to connect with the right people and, and everything. But for me, my, one of my biggest advice is once I found out why I want to do this and, and it really, it wasn't just, oh, I just want some money. Like there was a real purpose, you know, what I, I want to spend more time with my family um and and now that is ringing in my head every day i get up at five o'clock um i get up early to make sure i have two hours before my little one gets up to really nail down everything that i need to do for the day um i've got a planner i've got a journal i, I write down what i'm grateful for in the morning and it and things like that sit with you um you know, I get up early and sometimes you wake up and you're like, oh, 
well, I'm up early, I'm knackered, you know, little one kept me up all night. But then I get downstairs and I do everything for half an hour and I'm I'm wide awake and I'm ready to to go for the day. Um and you know for me like I said, for me, my purpose was massive and my why. And I know I remember going to first progressive and you know listening to people like Kevin and I used to I used to be that person that was like, oh yeah, well it's great for you you know isn't for me i used to be that and i used to listen to him think and i used to read books and i used to be like yeah whatever but now like it genuinely what they say is true once you realize once you realize things in your head that that can like really help you that they'll spur you on like if you've if you don't like your job and you really want to get out and you know you really want to get into property well use that as your why Use that to get up an hour earlier to do some work. Use that to to make sure that before you go to bed, all your non-negotiable things that you set out in the in the morning are finished and done. Because it, it, for me, I like I, I love a list because I love the feeling of ticking them off at the end. So I, I will write three non-negotiables in the morning that have to be finished by the day. And once I've done that and I've ticked them off, you know, I, I'm. I'm happy. I'm sat- satisfied with the day. And it's brilliant. So, so I think my main bit of advice is to make sure you have a purpose and a why, and really stick to it. And and if you have that, you you know you'll you'll go wherever you wherever you want to go. That's amazing. That's that's some really good tips. Some that I use myself. So I do do an non-negotiable list. Um, so just to the left yeah. of me. Uh, that's yeah. where I've got my board that's got all post-its on that I need to do. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier about Audible. What, yeah. What's your best Audible that you've listened to? Uh, the Secrets of A Millionaire's Mind. Um, it's, you know, I, I would recommend Rich Dad, Poor Dad if you can get it in an Audible. Um, you know, brilliant book. But, yeah, The Secrets of A, of a Millionaire's Mind really just, you know, again, it just made me think about a lot of things in a different way and and you know when you when you get into a bit of a rut sometimes and you listen to something like that it lifts you straight back up and you can you know you can go again so yeah definitely recommend that book awesome top tip yeah that's really good last question uh, and that is what is your brighter skies so my brighter skies um really consists of financial freedom in the way that I can spend as much time with the family as I want without having to worry about, you know, what's kind of going on. You know, I, I will, I'll never be able to stop work because like I've, I've said before, I need a purpose and, you know, I know my kids and my family are a purpose, but I need something as well that, that, that keeps me ticking over. Um, you know, I, I would love to just go sit at a beach for six months straight, but I, I don't think my my mind would uh, would like that. Um, but yeah, I think you know, especially especially that that's the big one. But but with the businesses, you know, especially the one that I'm I'm setting up now with Scott, it it, it means a lot to me. Um, you know, it really resonates with me, and I know it does with Scott as well. Um, so with that, you know, I'd I'd love to be able to genuinely help people secure their futures um you know and and help them with their careers as well with the fact that they've, they've not got to stress about anything you know that we can try and help with and um and to genuinely you know have do good for, for people it, it really is um you know i i just want that to take off in the way that you know to get a text and say, you know, thank you for for doing that. Thank, like, you know, things like little things like that would really, it really make a difference. Um, and you know, to be able to do that, sat at beach somewhere in ten years would be absolutely brilliant as well. Dream. Um, so yeah, I think you know the the main one for me is is to have everything set up and running so that I can I can enjoy my day doing what I want with with football. You don't have that freedom, but I love what I do every day. You know, I don't see that as work. Um, so when I finish football, to be able to do that with, you know, something that I love, which is property at the minute and business, you know, that'd be brilliant as well. 
So that's my brightest skies. What an amazing answer. That's that's really good. Uh, and I like it because it shows you're an ethical entrepreneur, um, a really approachable character. And I think anybody that touches base with you in the future that wants to work with you will go a long way. Um, yeah, I appreciate you, that. Yeah, you, you're a top man. Um, and on that perfect note, um, thank you for being on our podcast. No, thank you pleasure. for having me. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, this has been Elliot Moore and Gary Ware. listening to the Brighter Skies podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To find out more about the work that Gary does, please visit his website, brighterskiesproperties.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave a rating and review on the platform where you heard it. Thanks for listening and see you next time.